For the glory of the Lord is truly in this place. We bless his holy name today. Is everybody all right? Amen, amen. We bless God for all that we have already seen and what we've already heard. And my soul is lifted up just to be in his presence on a Sunday morning. I, I pray that I found favor in his sight. Anybody else want to be found in God's favor? Mm, 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 mm. Do, do you know how powerful it is, how lovely it is to be found in his favor? songwriter said, I want to be where you are. Yes, 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 yes. My God, we thank you. Thank you, Pastor Keith, for bringing that song to us on this wonderful Lord's Day. You've heard the scripture reading by Reverend Burrell this morning as he brought to us the writing from St. Mark, Mark, the 16th chapter, verses 9 through 20, where there seems to be a recurring theme in the text yes, yes. where they know that it was after the resurrection and Jesus had been seen, but there were those still did not believe. They did not believe. So come on, let's, let's pray and get into the word that the Lord has given us this morning. Gracious and kind Father, boy, we are humbled and we are just so grateful to be in your presence once again. We're so grateful to be able to find favor in your sight, God. For there's no other sight that we'd rather be in right now. God, we want to be in the very center of your will, Lord. We want to be in the hollow of your hand, oh God. Hide us, oh God, with the, the, the feathers of your wings, oh Lord, that will protect us and lead us, oh God, in this time, oh God. You know what it's like, oh God, to be here on this green earth right now, oh God, where there's all kind of things going on. But we thank you, we bless you, we honor you right now, God that you have given us this house, this, this place of prayer, this, this house we call Refuge Church Ministries too, that has become a refuge for so many. So now, God, it is time for us to impart and deposit your word onto the hearts of your people. God, hide Keith and I behind the cross, oh God, and speak to and through us that the people will be edified by your magnificent and your wonderful word. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I, as your maid servant, stand here and pray this prayer. And my heart says amen, amen. And we bless God, we bless God. Well, people of God, you all know last week uh, we celebrated our, our Resurrection Sunday. and It was great and it was grand. 
But when we think about it, we think about all that we were talking about and what we were celebrating, when we take a look at the events uh, surrounding the resurrection, uh, we could say that it's a bit uh, uh, suspense that's associated with it. There's some suspense there, right? These women are prepared and they are going out and it's, uh, it's, it's not quite light uh, uh, and, 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 and it's still a bit dark and they don't know who is going to be there. They don't know who can uh, roll the stone away. Uh, they're not quite sure what they're going to find. So there's some suspense uh, that's surrounding the resurrection. Uh-huh. There, there, there was so uh, much uh, uh, of this suspense. You all ever uh, watch one of those suspense kind of movies where you, you're sitting there and you're almost on the edge of your seat because you're just not sure what's going to unfold and what's uh, going to happen uh, next. What, 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 who's going to jump out and who's going to say what and what will they fine. It's that kind of suspense that, that surrounds the resurrection. And, and, and not only were uh, uh, those events considered suspenseful, uh, but we call that uh, uh, the, the, the resurrection synoptic. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? The, because these stories are, are written, it's written in Matthew. Uh, uh, Mark uh, takes a shot at it, uh, and Luke, uh, he gets in there, and they are the synoptic gospel writers. Uh, what do I mean? I mean that their, their stories have similar context. Uh, their, their stories are in a similar order. Uh, uh, the similar statements that are made, uh -huh, not, they don't all say exactly the same thing, uh, but they give you a picture as to what was happening. They uh, were similar. Uh -huh, and then beyond that, here comes John, the Gospel of John, and he chimes in and he gives his rendition of what happened on the day uh, when Jesus was uh, uh, taken from the tomb. Uh, and so we have, the, we got so, some suspense here, we have some uh, synopsis going on here and beyond that, but it was also a bit surreal. Any, anybody ever had uh, surreal incidents uh, or events happen in your life? Something's really unfolding right before you uh, and they seem a bit unreal. Uh -huh. they, they, they seem, uh, uh, some people might even say, oh, that's bizarre. That's, that's a bit bizarre. I, I can't even believe that this is happening. Uh, and that is really what it amounts to, that the events are often unbelievable. Yeah. Some, some may say, some may say when we look at and we discuss this whole thing about resurrection that they, we must be looking at more fabrication than fact. Ah, uh, somebody say, I believe, I believe that there I must believe. be some more tricks <laughs> than truths. <laughs> uh, but, 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 but now, now we've heard, we've heard from the word of God this morning, and, and after hearing the facts that have come out in the text and we contemplate the story, we have our sermonic theme this morning comes in the form of a question. And that question is, are you a quick believer or a slow doubter? 
uh, a quick believer, or are you a slow doubter? Uh, or maybe, maybe I should turn it around, uh, Reverend Burrell. Maybe it resonates better with you if I say, are you a slow believer and a quick doubter? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I, I, I don't know. In other words, in other words, where is your faith in God. Uh -huh. do, do you have quick faith? Do you have quick faith? Uh -huh. or, or is your faith more slow and deliberate? Uh, do you live on the let's wait and see uh, kind of a situation? Uh, or, 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 or are you ready to believe uh, quickly? Or, or do you doubt slowly what God has said? Uh, are you quick to love God, uh, to trust God and to take him at his word this is the question are you slow or are you quick regarding God and his word oh oh that's all that's that's simple as that this morning uh -huh. so we believe we believe uh, Pastor Keith and I together we put our heads together uh, best we could uh-huh uh -huh. and, and we believe that God really wants us to have some quick faith and be slow to doubt. Uh -huh. but, and, and we decided that uh, the longer you've been walking with him, the quicker your faith should be. Uh, 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 yeah. That, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I may, maybe I should sit down by now, about now. Maybe I got this all upside down. But, but we believe God wants us to have a quick faith uh, and be slow to doubt him. We, we really do. And so this morning, um, we endeavor to, to do something. Guess what? We want to pull back the covers on your faith. Oh, somebody said, I knew I shouldn't have came today. Uh, what, what we, we understand, we understand that, that people uh, fall on various points of what we call the faith spectrum. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Our faith, when when we look at it, we we are on a spectrum. Our spectrum is a continuum that is really connected with our relationship to Christ. Uh huh. And, and so, where are you on the spectrum? Uh, uh, can you say uh, with all uh, uh, surety that you can't make me doubt Him? Or are you really on that uh, uh, break up to make up kind of a, a, a phase uh, in your relationship with Jesus? Uh, uh, you know, you, you're quick to break it off with him uh, when he comes up with something that does not align with your logic uh, or common sense in your opinion. Uh, now, now, God, you, you, you know that don't make no sense. Uh, you, you, you know that can't be right. Uh, oh, you know that'll never work. Uh, you, you know I, no, 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 you're going to have to show me. I'm from Missouri. You all know. You all know. People say I'm from Missouri. You're going to have to show me what it is that you are talking about. And, and then do you run back and try to make up when it's something that you think you can believe? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know, Pastor Keith. Uh, uh, maybe this is just too much. Maybe, maybe this is all just just a bit too much. Uh, you, yeah, but, 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 but yes, you, 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 you believe, you believe. I know you all have heard it. I, I believe I'm sitting in amongst people and, and people who are listening to us that you believe that Jesus got up from the grave. Uh, uh huh. But, but I still want to know, do you have a quick faith? Uh, I, and I really want to know uh, how strong you believe
believe or, or do you doubt went uh, with, with everything that went on such uh, such that your current relationship with Jesus uh, has has you talk, has him talking to you like uh, see I used to have a group back in the day come on come on kind of reminisce for a minute just for a minute just just for a minute because I know some of you all know this um, uh, uh, there was a group out called the stylistics back in the day and they used to sing kind of, you know, some, some, some kind of smooth, you know, kind of songs, you know. And, and, and usually they would, you know, it's the guys and they're and they talking to some, 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 some woman, right? That's usually how, how it went. Uh, but but, but sometimes we can look at that, as, and I believe sometimes uh, we, can, we can place this in the spirit. Uh, because the stylist is to say, uh, uh, tell me what's wrong with you now. This Jesus tell, asking us. Tell me why I never seem to make you happy, though heaven knows I try. <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. Y'all remember? Break up to make up. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all we do. See, some of us have that kind of relationship. We, 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 we have that kind of relationship with our Lord. Uh -huh. we, we break up to make up. They say, that's all we do. Jesus say, first you love me, then you hate me. He said, that's a game for fools. <laughs> for fools, that's what he said. Uh -huh. He said, I, 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 I know, I know, I know I'm taking us back a little bit, uh, but somebody knows what I'm talking about this morning. I, I believe I'm right about it. So in the scriptures, in the scriptures, uh, the, the gamesmanship uh, of slow believers, uh, Brother Sultan, they, they keep playing out, they keep, keep showing us. Uh, uh, can, I, can I walk through Mark just for a minute here? You see, Mark uh, uh, is talking about Mary Magdalene, who had those seven demons that were cast out from her. And she told them that had been with him, who had been with him, uh, those that were closest to Jesus. She, she goes, and, and the King James says it in Mark, Mark 16 and 11, that they believed not. Uh, so, so, so those were close to Jesus, his disciples who he taught them, and, and he walked with and he prayed with for three years. Um, even the disciples were slow believers uh, and quick doubt. Uh -huh. Mark uh, 16 and 7, the angel uh, said to go to the disciples and Peter, and, and the angel singing out Peter the rock, uh, uh, he was supposed to be the rock, but you all know Peter, he had that on again, off again kind of thing, or oh, read it in the word, it'll tell you that sometimes he was a slow doubter, sometimes he was a quick doubter, sometimes he believed, sometimes he didn't, you just never knew what Peter was going to do. Uh, Mark's gospel also lets us know that his disciples, as I told you, slow believers, uh, quick doubters, uh, because it told us again in Matthew, Mark 16, 10 and 11, when they were with Mary Magdalene, he went, she went out and told those who had been with him, and they were mourning, and they were weeping, uh, that he was alive, and that she had seen him, but the group the group uh, believed her not. Uh, 
verses 12 and 13, still in the text, uh, says that he appeared to others, to two others walking, and the Bible in the King James Version told us it was the residue. Uh, these were the others who were left to tell and might be interested in what's going on, and none of the residue believed the story. Uh, they were slow believers uh, and quick doubters. Uh, uh, we, we discover that sometime later, there he, are, here he goes again with the believers, uh, with the 11, and Jesus has to chastise them for their what? Their unbelief uh, and the hardness of their hearts. Uh, again, we see we got some slow believers uh, and some quick doubters. Uh, even Paul in his writing, Paul comes up in, in 1 Corinthians 15 and 6 and says that, that Jesus appeared to 500 followers. Uh, but the Bible says, uh, but some still doubted. Uh, uh, Jesus, uh, he told them what this was happen. You see, Jews, they were also some slow doubters, Reverend Veronica, and the Bible in Matthew's account in chapter number 28, we see it says that even to this day, because they reported and purported the theory that Jesus' disciples stole the body from the tomb, so he, they didn't believe any of that, so even the elders, the Pharisees, paid money money for the guards to guard over the tomb uh, to perpetuate the lie and they took the money. Uh, you okay. see, it's hard. You got to really comb through the word to find somebody in the Bible who had really quick faith. Uh, and, and as I thought about it, I took a look and I said, Mary might be uh, 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 the only one who came close. I'm talking about the mother of Jesus uh, because it records that once the angel told her that she would become pregnant by the Holy Ghost, uh, she said in Luke 1 and 30, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said come true. But can I remind you this morning that most of the heroes of the faith were quick doubters before they became quick believers. Oh, I think I'm telling you something this morning. In other words, even our heroes in the faith experience some struggles in their faith. Yeah, 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 struggle. The struggle is real. Uh, Y'all remember Gideon? Gideon doubted God so much that he asked God uh, to give him proof regarding winning the war. You all remember that? Uh-huh, against the Midianites. Uh, he prayed for a sign with wool on the threshing floor. And he had so much unbelief uh, that God had to show him, uh, you get rid of your 22,000 fighters, uh, and I'm going to leave you with 300. Ah, oh, God, uh, so you can win the war. Oh, you all know old Doubting Thomas over there. We, we, we call him Doubting Thomas in John 20, 24 through 29 because he didn't believe that.
that Christ was resurrected either. It took him some feeling around. Well, let me see the holes that you have. You all remember? Uh-huh. Because that's how he was going to believe. Some, some, some might come to the conclusion that even in the Garden of Gethsemane, come on now, there was Jesus for a few moments sweating drops of blood, struggling in faith in his father. Oh, God. But he made up his mind quick and in a hurry to do things God's way. Then he became that quick believer. Come on, Pastor Keith, and tell us a little something, something, and we'll go on a little further. My God. What are you? What are you? What are you? So permit me to relate the scriptures to us. Y'all know who us is and who us are. I'm trying to get the proper English. One minute, we really love the Lord. Next minute, like Peter, before the cock crow, meaning that before any amount of time can go by, uh, uh, all of us somehow start denying who God is. Are you quick to doubt that he will help you in times of trouble? Are you quick to deny him, amen, corner over there, as in not trusting him in tough times? Uh, 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 and, and do you try to work out things without him? I know you say you are a slow doubter and, and you are a quick believer, but is that really the truth? Uh, can I prove it to you? Because I know that there are times when you claimed you were a slow doubter because you wanted to trust him with your healing. Uh, I, I, you wanted to trust him with your finances. You wanted to trust him with a steady tithe every now and then and, and, and some offerings. Uh, and you wanted to trust him to come into your marital relationship. But you maintained the operative phrase in this, uh, you wanted to. You wanted to. And, and you know and I know that you didn't quickly believe God. And you know and I know that all of us have sinned and sometimes come short of the glory. Therefore, we did not quickly believe, but we quickly doubted. Yes, you did it. Yes, I did it. Oh, it wasn't intentional, I know, but we are sinners saved by grace, right? And so it happened, it happened. We didn't do it intentionally, but we did it anyhow. So you didn't trust God when it really counted. You trusted yourself, you know you did. You didn't love God when you should have. You loved yourself. And you didn't let God help you when life got tough. Uh, you tried to help yourself. Do it yourself. Be it for yourself until you realize that the only way out of the problem 
is to let go and let God abide. I hope I got some witnesses out there. I'll raise my hand because I know that I have not done it all the way that it should have been done. You see, the problem is that we all do it. First we love him and then we hate him. Uh, and that's not an actual hate, but it is a game for fools. Uh, it, it's a relaxing of the rules of love for God. It's a relaxing of his commandments. It's a relaxing of ensuring that there has been a not been a, 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 or there has been enough prayer, praise, and worship to him. Any witnesses out there, do you know that there has been some relaxing? And not only a relaxing of his commandments, but a relaxing of our commitments to him. Come on, somebody. And, and, and don't let someone call you out for your relaxation. Then, then the roof gets blown off and, and the room becomes inflamed and people got attitudes and things that, that get going that they, they, they shouldn't be saying in the church house. Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about. So you wanted to believe quickly, but you didn't. You didn't. I didn't. I can remember after my wife lost her job and we were going through some financial struggles. I know you've heard this before. I just want to remind you that this is my testimony. I actually had somebody tell me one time, I wish you would stop talking about your problems when you, when your wife lost her job and you had issues in your, your business and, and you lost money. I, and I told him, but that's my testimony. That's what God gave to me so I can tell you how he has blessed me through it all. But there were times that I had bills that I wanted to pay. I had wanted my record to be clean because I wanted to keep that excellent relationship that I had with the bank and other creditors. I wanted to, to be able to continue to walk into a house and as an investor and say simply I want this one and the banks would go to work and supply me with the money to pay for it oh yeah I had it like that and I wanted to continue Sultan to make the way easy for me to continue I wanted God to do that for me so that I could buy real estate anytime I felt like it did you hear me I wanted to, I, 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 but, but, but let me tell you, it was a difficult time, and after the economic depression that came around 2008, my wants didn't match up with my wages. Mm. Somebody else here knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But when uh, we, we had to learn more about trusting, I had to learn to trust and believe in God all the more. Mm -hmm. So Pastor I and myself, Pastor I and that sweet Pastor I, <laughs> we praised him more. We loved him more. Mm -hmm. We came to him in prayer more. Uh -huh. We sang songs of praise to God more. Uh -huh. We gave tithes and offerings even more. Not just here. 
but to others. So it wasn't just a tithe in this house. We tithe elsewhere. But I'm telling you, we gave more. Counterintuitive, isn't it? Because we didn't have no money. Our money was cut in half. Sounds silly in the flesh, don't it? I know y'all know that. Oh, but hallelujah in the spirit. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. In the spirit, it makes all the sense in the world. For if you sow good seeds, if you sow good seeds, like the grass with a high germination rate, you know if you get the 90% grass, it's going to grow better than the 80%. When you got a high germination rate, the likelihood that the seeds will glow and multiply and thicken and prosper will happen. And you will reap not only what you've sown, but more than you sow and later than you sow. The harvest will come if you just trust God. When you have forgotten it, God will remember it. If you just trust God, if you believe God. So let me tell you this, and I'm going to hurry up and, and sit down. It, it is a fact that in our case, we never stopped tithing. For some, we kept giving at least a minimum of 10%. I know people don't like for you to talk about money. But hear me when I tell you that a minimum is not the maximum that is required. You can give your minimum, and that is the floor and not the ceiling. And we gave in increasing amounts, even though our income was cut in half. Sweet pastor, I had no job, and I was left wondering what were we going to do. So let me tell you something. It was a God thing. It was a God thing. Don't know how, but he did it. God did it for us. Don't know how, but we're thankful. Don't know how, but, but, but when we are being blessed, don't know why, but we are thankful. And we never missed a tithe. In the 13 years, it's been since all of that happened. And so if you trust God, Trust him in your finances. He will make ways out of no ways as for you as well. He will bless you as well. And he'll keep, if you keep trusting and believing, he will keep you even when you are surrounded by trouble. So isn't he a refuge in times of trouble? Well, if you believe that statement, then you must be a quick believer and a slow doubter. Pastor I is going to give you three quick scriptures that can shape and formulate your speech and your prayers in times of doubt and help you to be more of a quick believer. Amen. As we look at how we can uh, make it, make it, make it through these times when uh, we are slow in our belief. 
Father, let us help you by telling you to take a look uh, and, and being able to pray for your unbelief. A amen, somebody? Praying for your unbelief. You know, in Hebrews uh, 3 and 12, it says, Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. So if, you don't, if you're not turning away, that means you need to be turning toward God, even in those times when you feel like you can't believe. Then the second thing is you need to pray with confidence in God. How do I know? Because 1 John 5 and 13 says, I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you will know that you will have eternal life. So we're going to pray uh, uh, So for our unbelief. We'll be praying for confidence in God. And the third thing is we got to pray waiting on God. Oh, has anybody ever had to pray and wait on the Spirit of the Lord to move in your life? Well, we see that in Matthew's account of the resurrection in Matthew 28, verse 10, where it tells them to be not afraid. Why do we say that? Because your fear can affect uh, your belief in our God. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. I, I know what I'm talking about. And, and he says to go to tell your brethren to go to Galilee and there they shall see me because there they shall see me tells them to go on ahead and wait for me and my spirit and I will attend to you wait for me there I'm coming to meet you there or maybe he already will meet you right where you are come on somebody somebody in the house just know just know that those few things uh, uh, that we are to incorporate in our prayers during our time of unbelief. Uh, we got to pray for our unbelief. Uh, we got to be more confident in God. Uh, and we got to know that we got to have some patience. Uh, finally, finally, brothers and sisters, uh, Hebrews 10 and 23 says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Oh, we ought to be excited this morning. We ought to be excited about what God can do. I'm going to tell you just a quick story here, and then we're going to move on out of the way. But way back in the day, right before we started this ministry, and I know we have uh, probably shared this uh, story with you all before as well, but way back uh, in 2009, Pastor Keith and I believed that God wanted us to go to the, uh, the, the birthing conference that they had up in West Virginia way up in, in, in West Virginia, and T.D. Jakes was the convener, and he was going to be preaching and teaching, and we knew because it was called the birthing place, and, and we were about to start Refuge Church Ministries, too, that that was the place for us to meet God, and so we, we went on to, uh, 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 to West Virginia, and anybody know anything about West Virginia, you all will know that it has a lot of mountains in, in West Virginia, amen, somebody, and, and, and so 
We, we go on uh, to uh, 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 Charleston, uh, West Virginia, some 200 miles from here, and, and our son uh, and, and Alicia was with us, was, was with me. Dr. Brown came a little later. I, I, he, he met me there, but at any rate, we went on up and we met and we had a great time at the conference. Uh, the Lord himself met us in the mountains uh, and he ministered to us and he spoke to us uh, and, and we felt uh, uh, sure in our spirit that the resurrected Savior, hallelujah, was, 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 was all around us. Uh, you, you know, when you're in those kind of places, uh, it, it's hard to, to, to feel like you won't believe something sometimes. Come on now. Uh, but how many of you all know that you can't stay up on the mountain? Uh, that there come a time when you got to go back home. Uh, and there's going to be a time when you're going to be facing some stuff. Uh, well, there we are. We came back home and, and, and got all the way home to, to Edgewater at the time. That's where we were living and, 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 and parked and, and, and went on in and did whatever we were going to do. And the next thing you know, uh, Dr. Brown needed something from the store and so he sent our son out to the store and as he came back he said to his father he said daddy this 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 truck this truck doesn't have any brakes and, and uh, my husband was like well I, I don't believe that I, don't, I, I, I can't see that we've been all the way to West Virginia we came all the way back home we went up the mountain we came down the mountain it takes breaks when you are on the mountain somebody needs to hear me uh, we got to have some we have to have some breaks uh, well as, as time went on Pastor Keith went out uh, he went to check on the brakes uh, and sure enough the pedal went all the way to the floor but it wasn't no brakes in the, in the, in the vehicle well, of course, you know, huh? we began to say, Lord, we've been all the way up there, huh? and you brought us all the way back here, but we had brakes all the way up there huh? and all the way back here, but he was quick to not believe our son, but quick huh? to believe the brakes on the car. Huh? Hallelujah. But i tell you one thing. That was one day when he became a believer in, in not having the brakes on the car at that minute at, when he went out there uh, uh, to check things out uh, and so I'm grateful I'm grateful I'm grateful that he was open to the spirit of the Lord and I knew uh, that if he could get it on that score if he could get it and understand that sometime you gotta be a quick believer when somebody tells you something uh, and when the word of God tells you something uh, we gotta be quick to believe uh, and slow to doubt uh, I'm telling you uh, because things will show up in your life uh, that will make you say, Lord, have mercy. Huh? God showed mercy. Huh? God showed favor. God showed grace uh, on both of us during that trip. Uh, and we were mighty, mighty grateful. Uh, I just want you to know um, that everybody's life, in every one of our lives, every now and then, uh, life will challenge us in our faith. Uh, oh, yes, it will. Yes, it will. Um, it has challenged our heroes in the faith. It has challenged the gospel writers in their faith. It has challenged the disciples in their faith. And I promise you that it has challenged even the faithful leaders that we think are giants in the faith today. They've been challenged in their faith. I can tell you that me and Pastor Keith have been challenged in our faith. Doubt and 
Thomas, he ain't the only one that's ever doubted. I know I'm right about it this morning, but some of the most faithful people you know, you all know there have been some old mothers in the church, and they prayed and prayed and prayed, but I know that even in their lives, they bumped into something that had made them reevaluate their faith and figure out where they are on the faith spectrum. Oh, it's in those moments, my brothers and sisters. It's in those moments that we got to turn up the heat in our prayer lives, that we got to pay more, more, more visits, more visits to our prayer closets and maybe even spend some more time with our prayer partners. Whatever it takes to get us over the hump so that we can move the needle from that space where we still doing the breakup to make up all the way over till you can't make me doubt him. Cause I know too much about him. You can't make me Doubt him in my heart. Anybody there right now? Anybody saying you can't make me doubt him? You can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him. Oh, come on, church. We got to remember we got to pray through our unbelief. Lord, Lord, help me. I believe, but help my unbelief. Oh, pray for confidence uh, that the Lord will help you to have confidence to know that he will do what he says he gonna do. Pray, pray, pray as you wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Help me, help me, Lord. Help me to wait on you. I want to believe. I want to be slow in my doubting and quick in my belief in the Almighty and the people of God who heard and understood. Let me hear you stand up. Let me see you give God a hand praise. Cause you gonna move off of, you gonna move off of way over here breaking up the makeup. Follow me. To go into that place where we can, he can't make you doubt us. 